When you need to know about your medications, it's important to know your pharmacist. Wes Howard, Tiffany Jacobs, John Newsom, and Terry Castle and Howard Family Pharmacy, your community health mart pharmacy, will always take time for you. And it's more convenient now than ever to fill your prescriptions. Simply use their free mobile app or log on to howardfamilypharmacy.com. Quality care and service, where it's always about family. That's Howard Family Pharmacy of Allen and Eastern. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. You want the value, you want the savings, on the selection that you're looking for. We got the service, we treat you better. Come on and see us and you'll save much more. Patriot RV of Prestonsburg is your RV headquarters and more. In fact, we are authorized dealer for Club Car Golf Carts. Club Car is America's premier line of golf carts and you'll find a huge selection in all styles and colors. There's 0% financing available for 48 months for qualified buyers. Patriot RV, US 23 in Prestonsburg. WMDJ Radio presents Chris Jansen live in concert Friday, February 9th, 7.30 at the Mountain Arts Center, Prestonsburg Chris Jansen Tickets start at $50 and on sale now at the People's Bank box office Call 1-888-MACARTS or at MacArts.com Chris Jansen at the Mac, February 9th When you need signs, banners, business cards, decals, and promotional items, you need to call Jaded Rain Printing and Graphics. Need to promote your business? Jaded Rain can stick your business logo on just about anything. Yard signs, large signs, metal and outdoor signs, window perf. Jaded Rain even does covered vehicle wraps, converting your work truck or car into a rolling billboard. If you need to stand out, you need Jaded Rain Printing and Graphics. Call 371-3153 or find Jaded Rain on Facebook. No one, and I mean no one, comes into our house and pushes us around. With a studio audience tonight. Yes. <laughs> yes. Live and local. <laughs> yeah. We have a studio audience tonight here at uh, WMDJ Studios. Raucous crowd of one yeah but he's pretty raucous he can be <laughs> can, can we count do we count jp as two though well hmm. we could if he wasn't so enthralled in his fantasy football draft in the studio in there i've not had mine yet uh then well, maybe we would count him but he's hello, he's, he's too <laughs> enthralled listen don't call the radio station he's not going to answer the phone it will ring on the podcast he is fully enthroned and trying to find a running back well listen for his fantasy football fantasy team football draft but not only that you can actually play online like daily fantasy now legally in kentucky i thought you were so we can also like daily gambling See, I, I, don't wanna, yeah. I don't, I don't want to get into that because they're not a sponsor <laughs> i didn't say i didn't say anybody but yeah you can kind of do the whole sign up for different things yeah. and do extracurricular activities on your own adult life. Time. Did you sign up? Time. I'm not saying that here. On, on here. I, I'm invoking my privilege as an American Fifth to Amendment. be private. <laughs> ah. Yes. I, I, I'm not one of these front porch, yelling off my front porch every day on Facebook at people. <laughs> I, I don't do that. You I'm know? not saying you can do it. It has happened before. It ha- I didn't say <laughs> it. It hadn't happened. I, I just said I, I'm, I'm trying to not be that person anymore. 
I just said like you, last I, night. I, I, I said you could do it. Uh, I told you last night. I I, I kind of backed myself off the ledge on somebody last night yeah, that had no did. idea that I was going to unload on them. You wanted to. I really did. We were in this group. By the way, hold on, hold on. <laughs> this is the Sound Off on Sports Podcast, and no, it's brought to you pay, by pay some bills first. Yeah, it's yeah. brought to you by the Howard Family Pharmacy. We love Wes Howard and the crew. Uh, proud supporters of local athletics for many many years. Seen uh, him that. Yes, of course you did. He was at the golf course. All the time. He's somewhere. He's on some field somewhere. He's got kids playing everything. Everything and anything. Uh, Also, the Mountain Arts Center with Joe Campbell, who – Give him all kinds of – give him all kinds of business. He's he's helping to coach the Prestonsburg Elementary Lady Cat basketball team this year. Mm. He's an assistant coach. You know who his uh, head coach is? Deshae Elliott. Remember the show? Uh, uh, yes. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. I do. She's the head coach, and he's the assistant. I got to go watch a game. We missed out. They played South Floyd last night. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I definitely want to go watch them play uh, one night before their season's over. Also, thanks to Patriot RV, Prestonsburg, Ashland, Georgetown, and Jaded Rain Printing and Graphics for being our sponsors of the Sports Sound Off on Sports podcast. Now, we got this group chat, as you may know. Everybody's got them. We, we got will one. most definitely keep that private. I did, yeah, that's a that's that is. Listen, if I die, somebody's got to destroy my phone. I don't want things to get out there that we talk about. It's just not worthy. Uh, Make a lot it's of money not, selling it. it maybe, but I, I really did want to unload on somebody last night. I really did, just because it was. I'll say this, okay? And if somebody can piece it all together, then fine. Okay? Here we go. But, you know, people who want to take shots at media, okay, about not doing what they think media should be doing, that bothers me. Uh, it really does because, listen, local local media is not like – this isn't like, you know, Fox News and – CNN and NBC that's all bought in the tank for a lot of different agendas, okay? Ain't nobody buying me or anybody around here. Ain't nobody cares enough to buy you, okay? (laughs) That ain't happening. Uh, Things come out. Things happen. It'll be talked about. Fan that fire. You've got to wait and let the facts be presented. That's really all I can say. I've I've learned that just because you don't see anything doesn't mean nothing has happened. That yes, exactly right. Just because there's nothing happening uh, in a, on a particular thing that you think needs to be happening right now in public doesn't mean the wheels ain't turning. You know, wheels are always turning about things all the time that nobody knows about. Trust me. So just let the wheels turn, things will happen. That's really all I got to say. About this it. is much more serious than Greasy Spoon. Yeah. Well, okay. We'll, we'll stop. Let's let's talk him back off this ledge. Yeah. I didn't, well, I wasn't going to go there. I had something totally you, you, different you here. Ran off our audience. Yes. Well, there you go. He, he, he wants to go talk fantasy football. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm serious. JP is really worried about what running back he's going to have to pick. I forgot. Who, I forgot who I drafted. I, I'm, I'm not, not had money. I got to remind our manager to get something. I, I have. I have joined in a league now for this is the second year. Uh-huh. Last year was a total bust. I've not, I've, not I've, I've, I've never been in a – I've never been good at the fantasy football. Fantasy baseball, basketball, I do pretty good. Uh-huh. Football, never do it. And I was like, I forget about it. 
And I went about five weeks without checking my thing last year. Oh, that's bad. That's on you. <laughs> yeah, it was on me. That's there on was you. a year I had uh, Ladanian Tomlinson, the year he won MVP in 06, and Tom Brady. And that's all I needed. I, the best pick yeah, I had, the good. best pick I had, I stole him. Uh, I got a sleeper draft with Jalen. Jalen Hurts was my was my quarterback last well. year. You know what's really fun is um, me, a buddy of mine, um, Steve, and I think it was two of my brothers. It might have been Colton and somebody else. Maybe Jonah. But we did a our own college fantasy football. I actually, oh, I, actually, wow. I actually found a scoring grid in a magazine, one of like the pre, the season preview did. magazines, and I'm like, let's we're gonna do college fantasy football. So we drafted our teams, uh-huh. and every week I would go through all the box scores and stats and figure every, all the scores up, and that was awesome. That was a lot of fun. Sounds like a lot. That's of work. a lot of work. It was a lot of fun. It, it's a, lot it's of a work, work though for me. I mean, come on. Uh, maybe, well, no, maybe that's your thing. I mean, you, <laughs> you probably you could crunch all that stuff. Like I bet you already got boards and stuff ready for tomorrow. And done, the done. See? I, got, I got some tidbits for Floyd Central's defense for defending Kentucky for you. Wow. Yeah. Got some keys to victory ready. Got some. No, that's that's Jeremy's job. Well, actually, be Byron's Byron, job. Yeah, tomorrow. Byron's job. That's I Byron's got you. Job. I don't have I got Byron's you. bullets yet. Yeah. Byron's bullets, bullets. Uh, for tomorrow's football game, which we got Floyd Central and Powell County tomorrow. The home opener. Thank God, a home game in Floyd <laughs> County. Uh, that we can go cover. Uh, well, we got sales service. Yeah, where we have that's a that's a whole another <laughs> nut to crack that I'm not going to get into. Uh, Talk but, about jumping off a ledge. And I, I, I will, you know what? I'll get to some of that in a minute. Okay, I'll get to some of that in a minute. But now you were, we're talking about fantasy teams here for right. a minute since you guys brought these up. It actually kind of goes with something I had written down. Look at that. And yeah. so, and you didn't know because you didn't get here early enough to read the show prep. We know. So, uh, which makes a better show. So here's what I was thinking. And I actually had this in the caption on our uh, Facebook page, the description tonight. Why are we so loyal to teams, whether it's college football or college basketball, pro sports, whatever? Why are we we're so loyal to teams when they don't, when usually they let us down? Cincinnati Reds. They usually let us down. And, and this actually sprung up from yesterday uh, with baseball because the Reds, and I'm not going to go all into this. Thank but, you. you know, the Reds didn't – well, <laughs> I know when you talk baseball, we run people off. So, I don't want to – if somebody really wants us to do a baseball podcast, we could probably do a very killer baseball podcast. Uh, but I got to have you interested in it besides just <laughs> us three doing it, okay? We, we can do like a, a winter meetings version during like that Christmas break when there's no basketball going on to cover. We can Every year I say I'm going to do like a summer baseball podcast randomly, and I randomly never do it. <laughs> But anyway. At least you're consistent. Yeah, I'm consistent. I'm not going to start it. I'm not going to do one and not do another one. I'd have to do at least three Ryan or four. Ryan says it's Cleveland Browns. Yeah. Hey, Ryan knows. He, yeah. So, yeah, Ryan Sloan. Ryan said that. Okay, Ryan, and Rhino, uh, Yankees. Listen, yeah. But now, you know what, Rhino? Yankees have given you some good years, I mean, okay? Come on. Yeah. You can struggle a year or two. It's okay. I mean, you think Aaron Boo's going to stay as the, as the Yankees manager? I don't think so. I think he's gone. Him and Sean Casey's out. Yeah, I think they're gone. He's, when you're bringing in your, your old teammates and your college buddies <laughs> and people like that to sit on the bench, uh, the writing is on the wall because you're trying to find people you trust because you got a bunch of Judases around you. And that's, that's why they brought in Sean Casey because there's a Judas in the clubhouse. Well, I mean, he he is like a career like three 300 hitter. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, three. He's a lot better than I think he would probably think. 
He's. I swear, I think he's like a three twenty hitter. Who? Casey. John Casey. He's a three, maybe three hundred two. Three hundred two. I'm gonna say three hundred two. Right. Look it up while we're talking. Right. I got you. I got you. So anyway. 312. The Reds can do this. as you may, Maybe you've heard this, maybe you haven't. Of course, the Reds didn't make any trades, okay? And they've limped through August. They, they've sucked on a cactus the entire month. They actually got their 10th win of the month today. Ooh, so they're like, they're like 10 and 16 or something like that, or 10 and 17 now, 10 and 17 for the month of August, okay? And, and they're done. There's no game for them tomorrow. 302. And I told you 302. Did I say 302? Yeah, you did say 302. Told you. I'm just telling I'm I'm that good with baseball stuff. So anyway, uh, I, I should pat myself on the back about that. But anyway, Man, that's right. pretty good. 302. I really got on the that head. Right. On the head. Um. <laughs> anyway, um, I can't help it. I was really like, wow, I really got that right. <laughs> um, with no Google assistance. But anyway, the Reds could actually make a waiver claim on some guys that got that are going to. They're passing through waivers. What this means is this is really dorky baseball. This is yeah. really dorky baseball talk. <laughs> it really is. But like we teams that are struggling or dumping some of their teams at players that have a lot of money, they want to get rid of them, that kind of thing. And the Reds could actually make a claim for some starting pitching help, and it not cost them anything except a little bit of money, like maybe one point five million dollars. It's less than two million. Every pitcher I saw. They, it's the remaining salary for this season. Yeah, which and is like only for this chunk year. Change, it's right. all less than two million dollars for the guys that got uh, that have been passed through. Okay, so they could get some pitching help. So I'm wondering, do the Reds, who by the way the rosters expand by two players, so you could pick up in theory the Reds could pick up two pitchers, relievers, starters, help. Okay, <laughs> they could do that, and it just cost them a little bit of money. And they can afford it because, heck, they've had a good year. They've had a good gate. They've already cut a bunch of money last year to get their budget back on track. So, really, I think the Reds owe it to the fan base to show at least save face and make a bid on guys like Lucas Giolito or Mike Clevenger who got uh, passed through waivers. Or both. Uh, yeah, or get them both because it, the way it works is the worst teams can make a claim. Well, nobody that's really not it in a postseason. It goes in reverse order of records. Yeah, so worst so, record is first and down to the best. Yeah, and most of the teams, they're not in contention. They're not going to put a claim in for anybody, mm -hmm. okay? So you get to the teams that are kind of in the mix. San Diego. Uh, are they really, though? Right. And then you have Miami mm -hmm. and then the Reds. The Reds are in a great position to do this. If they don't do it, what's your reaction? As a fan, not as a well, Broadcaster, What's no, I'm not going to be shocked if they don't because you've seen what they've done at the trade deadline. Nothing. Mm -hmm. It's it's like they are thinking if they go for it this year that it's messing with the plan. But again, wait, but wait, you're only going to get these guys for a month to maybe help push you into the postseason and take these guys, these rookies, give them some postseason experience, and it's not costing you anything. I think these rookies have hit a wall. They've hit the they, wall. They hit it a month and a half ago. Yeah, they've hit what the wall. What kind of wall? It's, they, it's, it's they've just played that. more than they've ever played in a single season. Oh, give me a break. Look, it, I, I think it's it's real. Go back look, and look at Andrew Abbott. They're not. Well, I, I get Abbott because Abbott and his pitching load. Right. But these everyday players, I don't get it. I th You're I th 22, 23 years old. I, look, You're playing I, baseball. Let me, let me tell you. They're, they're 21. I, we, we played. Oh. 
It, I, but I, but it's I think that I, I think it's legit. It I is legit. It, I can I, I'm look. We we played before. forty games about forty games in college. Uh huh. And you, it's every day. It's you practice, you play, you get on a bus, you travel. And that's just here. It's NIA. And you, and, you, and you hit a wall at some point. You hit a wall. You think you think these guys are flying cross country back across the country. They're not used to this yet. Oh heaven, heaven help me! You can't get on a big charter plane, stay in nice cush motels, ride the team charter over to the well. stadium. Playing for a major league baseball team, eating all kinds of cheese and chicken and, and steak every day. It's so hard, Byron. Oh so my God! There is. I'm telling you. How many games are left? Twenty-seven. Average. How many at bats per game? About. We'll say four. What, four. Yeah. So twenty-seven. That's 80, 108 at bats left. For average. Okay. Ellie De La Cruz is already ten more at bats than any other season he's ever. Plays every play. Well, they're all going to exceed their numbers. I, right. Every rookie By you look at. 120 at bats, that's an entire extra month. But you're you're in a pennant chase. Look, I'm you're not, playing for a major league team. If you can't get up for that. I'm not saying I'm, you're not. But who's saying they're not getting up for it? But they're tired. They've hit a wall. There's a physical wall you hit at some they point. They just played nine games in ten days on a West Coast road trip. And they sat on a plane, by the way, what, Sunday overnight for eight hours hours on the tarmac because of an issue, and they had to sit on the plane and wait eight hours. And got to San Francisco at 4 a.m. So really, it doesn't matter whether you're a professional sports player or not. Sitting on a tarmac eight hours is miserable. (laughs) I I just – I think this is a team that, while they're exciting, they – I think they kind of hit a peak right around the All Star break, and I don't think I just I don't think this particular team is built to play an entire season and make a postseason. I, do, I don't think that they've had enough help to rest people when they need it for a day off occasionally. Because you're resting a you're resting a 21 year old for a 23 year old who's already exceeded any previous experiences. Okay, I give you that. I give you that. But if you got a chance to claim some guys to get some oh, yeah. help. They got don't they have to do it? You would think. I mean, I would love to see if them. If they get, don't, what is it going to say to you? Because it goes back to my original question. That, that, if they that, don't that, do they, it, what does it say to you? I don't remember anybody being this upset at the trade line when they didn't trade anybody. Well, because if you go back, there were yeah, polls done. Hindsight's always twenty twenty. Oh, if you go back, there were polls that were done by Cincinnati Media. What of Lance McAllister? I read it yesterday. I'm just talking about us. Well, I, I'm going to the Cincinnati base there. Okay, well, we're talking about us. That fan base was. Well, I was mad. I was. I don't remember you being this mad. I was clearly mad. Okay, <laughs> was I not mad? You were I mad. Know. I was, was mad. mad. I don't remember. But now, I'm saying not. So here. We were sharing seventy three. <laughs> listen to seventy three percent of people who follow it through seven hundred W O W. Okay, mm-hmm. said they were fine with no trade. Trusted Nick Crawl and his judgment. Nope. I want to say that number is very different now, but again, hindsight's twenty twenty. Now okay? I, I will argue that at the time, the main player that they were talking about trading, I think that's what threw everybody for. They, well, it's Jonathan India. They Jonathan India was the name that came up, and uh-huh. everybody's like, "No." And then everybody's like, "Let's keep it as it is." In fact, we got to give up India. 
And I think India being out of this lineup and not being around has kind of co- coincided yeah. with uh, all this downturn. And I think, too, on paper, you don't want to trade any of your prospects. And you can make an argument they should trade this guy or that guy because they play the same position as everybody else on the team. But on paper, <laughs> you trade Luke Weaver for Hunter Green. We would all take that in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Right, because they, they both, optioned him and got Green back. Well, they both gave him they similar numbers. They were expecting numbers. to get Lodolo back. He had a setback. Again. But I think it's uh, – while you can kind of understand the thought process, you're putting an awful lot on a guy in Hunter Green and Lodolo who can't stay healthy. Green's only thrown 200 career innings in the major leagues. That's a lot on those two guys' shoulders. They weren't trying to go for the postseason. They were content to play with the house money and hope it happens. And if it don't, oh, well, we've exceeded expectations. Wait till you see us next year. And I get that to a certain extent. But if they don't do anything tomorrow and they don't make any claims on this, I'm going to be really mad. Like, I'm going to be really, really upset. But what does it matter, though? Because you know what? I'm still going to follow them. I'm still going to – which that goes back to my original question. Why are we so dang loyal to teams when they don't – Give back to you sometimes, okay? Remember we did we did a show one time, and yeah. this has been a while back, about why are the teams our favorite teams? Why do we have them? And we talked. I think by, yeah. you talked mm-hmm. about Josh about you know your grand your, your grandpa, uh, your papa was a was a Browns fan, so you're a Browns fan. You know, I, I, my dad was a Bears fan for football in the '80s, and it kind of got me into the Bears, and then I kind of found the Bengals on my own. I, that's how I struggle. I was. Uh, I got fooled by a Super Bowl appearance uh, <laughs> later on. Uh, you know, we all pick teams for different reasons. Sometimes it's family influence or whatever, but then we stick with them. And should should you stick with these teams and they're not giving it back to you the way it should be because of your rewards you for your fandom? Well, my first thought when you first brought the question up a little while ago was, you there's a moment when you get excited and you feel like the the super excitement and, and jubilation and happiness of you know a, a Kentucky Wildcat National Championship or a Reds World Series and you kind of hang on because that's the team you remember feeling that emotion for and it's just hanging on to feel it again at some point. Right. And then I realized, wait, I'm a Cleveland Browns fan. I've never experienced that with Cleveland. So why am I still a fan? Yeah. So my theory is completely out the window. Yeah. You've never experienced a Super Bowl that you've really wanted to watch, have you? Uh, Not just a Super Bowl win, but actually a Super Bowl where your favorite team was in the bowl game. No, Super Bowl? No. no. I mean, I, Browns ain't been. I, I liked Mike Allstott, the player. I didn't like the Buccaneers. But, I, I mean, I liked him, so I was interested in that 2 Super Bowl. But, but it's not the same level. No. Um, See, at least I had the 90 Reds. I did have that as a kid to hang I on mean, to. I remember, yeah. I mean, I remember. We're still hanging the, on to it, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> you were kind of there, I guess, right? I was there. I was, okay, I was eight. I remember, okay. the, I remember the 2 playoffs uh, when, when Pittsburgh beat Cleveland for the third time. Uh, all three times a year by three points. I remember 07 when they were 10 and 6, didn't make the playoffs, but they had seven pro bowlers. And then 2020 when they beat Pittsburgh at Pittsburgh, um, had like 28 nothing in the first quarter, whatever it was. So let's bring this to more current events here. Excuse me. You got Kentucky football kicking off this weekend, okay? Are we really excited about a seven or eight win season? Is that cool? We good with that? 
We okay. give that seven okay. or eight win season again. I had this conversation. Yeah. I had this conversation with my brother. Okay, because I feel like a lot of people they look at UK football and basketball the same. It's not. They're not. What is a realistic expectation for UK basketball every single year? National championship. National championship. Th- realistic. That's unrealistic. No. Final four. I even think Final Four is unrealistic. Oh, then why are we in it? I mean, listen. Once they got once no, they started taking what, off again, it, when every season, if UK basketball does this, it is a success. Realistically, from an objective viewpoint, Final Four. Oh. See, I, I think the tournament's too random. I think that's too much. That's me. <laughs> no, I would, I would say bare minimum second weekend, you're competing in the Elite Eight for a trip to the Final Four. That's that's me. Okay, all right. I, I, okay, if I want to be really objective on UK basketball, because there's a point I'm 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 getting at. Okay, I would say Elite Eight. Okay, if they get to the Elite Eight, I would still consider the season a success. Okay, I'll give you that. What all is right. the Elite Eight equivalent in college football for Kentucky? College football, first round playoff exit. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, probably. I mean, I don't think just having a marquee New Year's Day bowl like UK had a couple years ago is that level. Will that be Sweet 16? That's probably a Sweet 16 appearance. So. And we all thought UK football beating Iowa the last time, uh, that that was, and then Penn State before that, we thought that was big time. What, Citrus Bowl and then. Citrus Bowl. We all thought that was pretty high pickings for UK football, and it really was because it's as high as we've seen it in however long. So for so, what ten win seasons? So what ten, is ten, yeah? Getting ten wins for UK football is a big success. Regular season, they've not won ten in how long? Uh, years? Been a while. Seventy-seven, maybe. Off the top of my head. So what? Somebody is Google a, it. So I, what I is a realistic it. expectation for UK football? Because everyone's joked seven, eight wins, seven, eight wins. Well, well what is it? Anymore, look, look, it used to be you were happy for a bowl game. Right. Now I think it's – You're happy for the six wins in a bowl game. That, that's what We've it exceeded be. that way mm-hmm. past that. That's disappointment now. We saw that last year yeah. with seven wins and nobody cared that they played on the bowl game. Well, I would almost say eight wins would be around a successful season. But – I think nine, and then with the, at least nine, and then the potential for ten in a bowl game. Because you, because they were what seven and five last year, seven and six, seven and six with the bowl loss. Mm-hmm. They could be seven and five regular season this year and be a better football team than last year. That's true. Could be. So, I think do you, do you I'll say this about okay. I'll say this about college football because it is different than basketball. If Kentucky beats Tennessee and only wins seven games, but beats Louisville and Tennessee, you've had a good year. I think so. Okay, maybe we're happy about that. Maybe maybe college football, you're kind of like the individual games that you can take are okay because hey, we might have lost to Missouri, but hey, man, we beat Tennessee because that kind of thing. If they you go know? seven and five, and they could be seven and five, have the same regular season record as last year, be a better team because of the schedule. Uh-huh. I want to see how they lose those five games. To me, that plays a part in it. A lot of variables. But we stay with them. We stay. Well, are you ever going to fire a team? Have you ever just said no, no. to a team? I have. Ooh. I have said no to a team before. I got really mad at a team, and I said no to them. And I've not been a, a real fan since. NBA. 
an NBA team. I know them. The Knicks. Yeah, I know. I was a massive Knicks fan until the way they treated Patrick Ewing, hmm. and I was done with them. Uh, well, I was done, okay? I was at because I had given so much as a Knicks fan. Ooh, also, I, on that, I would almost even go as far as I just shunned the Browns that way because, mm. I, because I feel like Tim Couch. Ah. Uh, you know, I, but he, were you a lifelong Browns fan like, like no, McKinney here? No, no, I wasn't. But, you know, I obviously Couch, mm-hmm. kind of local, played at Kentucky. Uh, you know, I was – Probably right, come starting to get ready to go into high school, and it was kind of almost relatable. I felt like, yeah. And then you know, expansion team Browns, like eh, okay, and like they took couch. I was like, all right, I can be a Browns fan. I just felt like you kind of you kind of let it go. That, didn't protect him. And... Didn't, didn't didn't protect him. And <laughs> I saw him today, by the way. Sweet. I saw Tim Couch today. Big dude. He looks like he could play. Hey, I know right you've now. seen him. Big dude. You know where we've seen him at. Martin BP, shut up. Go in Martin BP when we leave tonight. Oh, yeah. oh. He's got a, he's got a display sign in there. Oh. I've been there this morning getting a sausage biscuit, and I'm looking at like, who's that dude over there? They got they got a stand up <laughs> over there by the Miller Beer, okay? And I'm going, who is that? Because I can't see for the shelves. So all I can see mm. is like chest up, okay. And then I get to the counter and I look over again. And it says Tim Couch. I'm like, oh, you're kidding me? That's <laughs> Tim Couch? He's in Martin, Kentucky in a stand-up at uh, BP. See, I, I, struggle, I struggle with adopting new teams. Because I really I've tried oh. I've tried to get into the NBA. I've even tried to get into hockey. I've tried to watch postseason hockey because they say postseason hockey is the best thing. I've tried it too and I can't do it. But I can't I have to. I struggle with finding a team to root for because I feel like I'm going to find a brand new team based on if they're good or not, and I don't want to. I don't want to do that. You know, every when, team I'm a fan of, I've been a fan of since I was at least 10, 11 years old. Did you have you ever just picked a team though, not based on anything or any outside influence, and just said that's who I'm going to root for? The Twins, actually, yeah. Okay, I, but I couldn't. I just I can't. You I still not. You didn't stay I with. Ha- it. I don't have like a tie to them. I can't. You know, okay, I, like when, okay. So when baseball went on strike in the nineties, there was nothing going on in the summer, but NASCAR was really hot, and I had buddies at school that were in the NASCAR, and they had the they had the numbers on their cars, and they had the the shirts and all, and I didn't have anything. Right, no, I'm gonna try this. I'm watching it, and I said I'm gonna pick that guy, and I picked that guy because it was his second year, okay, mm-hmm. and he had my favorite number. It turned out to be three-time champion Jeff Gordon. <laughs> so I actually had a pretty good run, although I was getting ripped by all these Dell Senior yeah, see, I don't, fans I don't, I don't be that. and Rusty Wallace wanna, fans. You know. Why you like that Rainbow Warrior card? I was like, well, I just thought it looked kind of cool. It was different. <laughs> Nobody else is rooting for him. He's new. I was like, well, he's new to the sport. I am too. I want to root for him. I, got, I did. I like it. There's players I like. I, you know, I just, but I can't. I don't know what it is. That's just. And we picked we Byron and I kind of picked up on the Rays Mm -hmm. because we were going to Florida and we we go watch a baseball game and we've told that story before I won't go into it again but you know I like how they kind of run their operation Mm -hmm. and I actually like the product that they put out on the field and we got for the most part and I got Evan Longoria's autograph so yeah there you go (laughs) I guess the only team I've really adopted as being a fan of is the Chargers yeah I I like the Chargers I'll wear Chargers gear and apparel and all stuff. But we stay loyal to them, even though they most of the time they let us down. 
most of the, especially our favorite teams. Is it the is it the same part of the brain that causes people to seek out things that make them upset? Maybe it's that part. Maybe because we all, I mean, we all do. We all we'll all troll someone. We will all put, you know comment on something just to get them right. No, it's human nature. We're all loyal to a fault to something. Yeah, you know, we're all loyal to a fault that no matter what, this is the year, <laughs> or no matter who, this is the relationship that'll work. Ooh, let's go, Doctor Phil here. Ooh, I, can't, I can't say that every year. Every year that I say the Reds are this is the year. Steer us back to sports, Byron. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I ain't, I ain't getting down that road. Yeah, I, I, as soon as you took the back, I was like, "Oh, are you going with this?" <laughs> right back to sports. Right back to sports. You're welcome. <laughs> That's the first half. I was just curious why we stay with the teams we stay. I mean, I, I'm just. You know, we, we do, like, I, and they I, let us down. That's like, I've never actually thought of that question before. Why do we stay with teams when they most of the time they let us down? It's because of that one shiny moment. If we get that one shiny moment, you'll have the the banner on the office wall. You'll have the bobbleheads walk in my office, you can tell. <laughs> you'll have those mementos that remind you of that one shiny moment. And on my desk right now is a Jose Rio bobblehead. <laughs> I have a Chris Sabo bobblehead in my office from that 1990 team. You know, I got uh, gifted to me by my best friends, Rusty Hall, uh, a Danny Jackson autographed baseball and card because he was a red that I loved when I was a kid. And I'll just stay with him because of that one shining moment. Can never be labeled a bandwagon fan. No, I, I, I'm not a bandwagon fan. That, that might be part of the reason you don't want to pick up on another team. Because yeah. you said, you know, that's part of it. You go back. If they won, they you stuck with them through all the lousiness, and then all of a sudden they win. Yeah. And everybody's like, yes. Told you. Yep. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of new Reds fans out there well, you because see all of this them, young talent. You see all the new Bengals fans come out yeah. lately, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They ain't going to know the heartache. All right. We're going to come back and digest a bunch of high school football right after you hear these messages from our sponsors. Let me hit a button. Right. Here we go. And boom. When you need to know about your medications, it's important to know your pharmacist. Wes Howard, Tiffany Jacobs, John Newsom, and Terry Castle and Howard Family Pharmacy, your community health mart pharmacy, will always take time for you. And it's more convenient now than ever to fill your prescriptions. Simply use their free mobile app or log on to HowardFamilyPharmacy.com. Quality care and service where it's always about family. That's Howard Family Pharmacy of Allen and Eastern. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. When you need signs, banners, business cards, decals, and promotional items, you need to call Jaded Rain Printing and Graphics. Need to promote your business? Jaded Rain can stick your business logo on just about anything. Yard signs, large signs, metal and outdoor signs, window perf. Jaded Rain even does covered vehicle wraps, converting your work truck or car into a rolling billboard. If you need to stand out, you need Jaded Rain Printing and Graphics. Call 371-3153 or find Jaded Rain on Facebook. You want the value, you want the savings, all the selection that you're looking for. We got the service, we treat you better. Come on and see us and you'll save much more. Patriot RV of Prestonsburg is your RV headquarters and more. In fact, we are authorized dealer for Club Car Golf Carts. 
Club Car is America's premier line of golf carts, and you'll find a huge selection in all styles and colors. There's 0% financing available for 48 months for qualified buyers. Patriot RV, US 23 in Prestonsburg. WMDJ Radio presents Chris Jansen live in concert. Friday, February 9th, 7.30 at the Mountain Arts Center, Prestonsburg. Chris Jansen. Tickets start at $50 and on sale now at the People's Bank box office. Call 1-888-MACARTS or at MacArts.com. Chris Jansen at the Mac, February 9th. Okay, it is the second half of the Sound Off on Sports podcast tonight, presented by Howard Family Pharmacy, the Mountain Arts Center, Patriot RV, and Jaded Rain Printing and Graphics. Let's talk wall-to-wall high school football. Any comments, any thoughts you got, feel free to share them on our comments on the Facebook side. Um, what's that? Oh, my friend, he's giving me the Atlanta Braves chop. Oh, see, yeah, all these Braves fans, uh, you know, you can be – you can be loyal. I'm I'm cool with these Braves fans that sucked it up through the '80s, you know, yeah. and then they, they got were, good. Yeah, you know, people. I mean, the the Braves, they they were bad for all the pro. They were pretty bad. They they didn't just become you know good overnight. They were they were pretty bad. And, and we've had this discussion before. If you were an '80s child and a '90s child, you had to pick one of the two teams to kind of follow if you just wanted to watch baseball daily: Cubs or Braves. And I understand that. Because it was WGN and TBS, and they showed every game. And you I, know. I understand why people are Cubs and Braves fans around here because of that. Yeah. That is more mine and your age, I guess. Yeah. I don't know if Josh got experience as much as we did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember Harry Carey. And Ooh. then uh, I remember TBS on uh, with the Braves. With the Braves. Yeah. yeah. You, you, you just picked one of the two, and then – I was you know. I was really kind of disappointed when uh, they – Took him off the TV. Yeah. Because I enjoyed watching baseball. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I was, was pumped between the Reds were on ESPN because I was on time. I, I mean, you could them. always get, if you had the Braves and you had the Cubs, you always got about 14 games of the Reds no matter what. All the time. Because they got <laughs> they got to play them. Yeah. So. And, and you got maybe a game or two a week of the Reds, like one or two of the games from a series mm-hmm. they would play, one like on Tuesday and then maybe one on Friday. You get that, you know, yep. sometimes. But anyway, high school football, a lot going on last week. We're, we're already to week three of the high school football season. It's the fastest-moving sports season to me of all, the, of all the high school sports. It seems like it just flies by. Uh, the fall sports fly by, football and volleyball both, uh, seem to just whiz right through. It does uh, seem like basketball lasts double as long. It's, it, I think it's because of the winter. And the amount of games. And the yeah. cold. And the it, it, <laughs> it's, you know, this game get postponed, going to reschedule. You know, this week we're going to play four games instead of none. Um, <laughs> hope you guys can make it. Uh, that kind of thing. You know, I mean, they kind of, <laughs> and then there's like, everybody wants to have a tournament, and which is fine, you know, <laughs> but it kind of slugs along, you know, sometimes, you know. But it seems like it, when you got just one game a week, mm. it's like it just blows right by. And they're all pretty big, so let's go to some scores last week. Pike County Bowl. Pike Central beat Martin County 9-6. to Talking to somebody who is on the Pike Central coaching staff today. Oh. You'd be surprised, people, you run into in public. Jamie knows people. Scoop. And No, but, I mean, they're young. Scoop Johnson. Talking to somebody Scoop today. Johnson. Listen, they got 16 freshmen. Oh. 
Pike Central's got 16 freshmen, and they're what, 2-0? and oh? Now, the first time we've seen 16 freshmen mm-hmm. on a team this year. They got some talent, got some young talent. And the kicker that they got, they hit that 42-yard field goal that was a big school record for them. Um, he's His story is fascinating, okay? I, I really won't get into it a lot, but he is blessed to be here, okay? He's from Mexico and is living here with his uncle and mm-hmm. uh, and wanted to play soccer but really just couldn't find a place, you know, in Pike County that was going to play soccer. So he's kind of gravitated to football and – He's a natural at kicking a football, <laughs> ole, and, ole, ole. and they got a weapon with this kid. I mean, he's he's and a difference in the game, yeah. yeah. And their quarterback is very young. I'm talking age wise, very young, but very talented. So these wins they've been getting pretty big uh, for them here early, and that's a huge win over Martin County, yeah. uh, nine to six. That was an eye opening win uh, in the weather, in the element, with the rain and everything last Friday. Uh, George Rogers Clark just destroyed Belfry, fifty-three to twenty-seven. I think we talked about last week about Joe Chirico. Give him t- give him time, and they'll set things up. But that's going to be really hard. Well, kind of showed you uh, a precursor of where that program's going. You don't <laughs> well, go over there and whip Belfry like and that. And Belfry yeah. beat Breathitt the week before, and I know the Breathitt score you'll get to. They lost to Perry Central. Maybe the Breathitt win wasn't as good of a win as it maybe appeared. Yeah, maybe what. Prestonsburg, a 26-6 win over Eastridge. We'll dive into that in a second. And then Pikeville, in a very impressive game, Pikeville beat Johnson Central 21-14. Now, I, I haven't found out why McCourt didn't play in that game for Johnson Central, but it obviously made a difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not for sure why he didn't play, so I'm not going to speculate. I don't know enough about it. Uh, I didn't get to talk to anybody uh, about that situation. I don't know if anybody else did or not mm-hmm. this week either. I mean, Jeremy might have, but we he, Jeremy's not here tonight. Uh, he is on assignment. Doing boss things. Yeah, he's doing he's doing principal stuff. Administrator stuff. Yeah. Administ- that's a better administrator stuff. I yeah, he's, he's on assignment tonight. But, uh, Pablo, that game, by the way, and we, we actually caught some of that coming home from yeah. Leslie County. And that was impressive. They stopped Johnson Central. Pikeville did three different times in the fourth quarter. Stonewalled mm-hmm. them on defense, and many uh, most of those in the red zone, I believe, and shut them out in the second half. Uh, Blake Cottle, six carries, 113 yards in the score, and shutting them out in the second half. That's impressive uh, to do that because a lot of folks, including myself, I thought Johnson Central would win that game. Yeah. And, wow, Pikeville's – I was a lot stronger than they were letting on, you know what I mean? I mean, <laughs> but they always what was, was us stuff? We've lost everybody. No. It, this is one of those games where everyone knows Pikeville's going to be good every single year. Yeah. But I feel like there's always a game or two, and it usually comes in the playoffs when they beat somebody pretty handily. Right. But this is the, this is the game that's like, okay, they're a lot better than we even thought they were yeah. going to be. Yeah. We, we thought better. they'd be really good, but they're they're probably even better than we thought. Yeah. Their, their next three games – are Lexington Christian on the road this Saturday Ooh. at home against Raceland and then their annual game with Belfry. Do they get all three of those? Mm. Two and one for sure, but I think they could go three and oh. Yeah, three and oh is possible. I, I just I think going to LCA is gonna be tough. Neutral game, I might give them a little bit of a better shot. Raceland's at home is gonna help. Raceland's really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they get Belfry. 
Um, yeah, I'd say two and one. Two and one, me too. Uh, consensus is two and one. I think there's a loss in there, and I think it's this coming weekend. I think LCA yeah. gets them this weekend. But now, if they they get past this weekend undefeated, or if they win this weekend, they're liable to go undefeated this season. They hung, what, 60 on Bowling Green? Well, remember last year, Pablo hung 60 on LCA and won the game. Now, but, you know, things change from year to year, but I think LCA is their biggest test so far in this Mm -hmm. young season. Going back down there, LCA is going to remember what happened last year up here. That's when their coaches brought in, like, Mm -hmm. private helicopters or private planes. Is that true or not? Somebody told me me that. I don't know what game we were at that week, but I saw uh, some pretty low-flying helicopters going over Pikeville when we left our our game. I think we were going to Betsy Lane or something, weren't we? I feel like it was somewhere in Pikeville. That may be. I don't remember. So, we'll see what happens with Pikeville this weekend. Uh, other games, Shelby Valley goes and beats Lawrence County, shuts them out 14 nothing. And I got to feel some of these scorers may have had something to do with their elements on Friday night because everybody was going through rain and mm-hmm. lightning well, and th- whatever, you know. Well, I think, the, like you talk about the elements, the teams that keep it on the ground probably had a better showing than teams that put the ball in the air. Mm-hmm. Probably so. And we know Shelby Valley likes to put it in the air. Lawrence County typically – Keeps it on the ground, ground and pound. Yeah. But 14 nothing in their big game down there, and they were promoting a big bowl game. And Woo. That's tough. Defense is good sometimes. Yeah. Hazard ekes out another win, 13-12 over Harlan County. Good win for them. Uh, Jackson County beat uh, Knott County Central 59-22. Mercy. Uh, Lewis County beat McGoffin County 6 nothing. I mean, the Fighting DeRossets get shut out at Lewis County. We all picked McGoffin in that game last week. Six nothing. I'm a little shocked. Even for the elements, that six nothing's pretty rough to watch. <laughs> I, yeah, unless you like defense. You gotta be. You gotta be sitting there thinking. I mean, you you couldn't get nothing. They only, they got six. You couldn't get nothing. I mean, I don't know. I don't know anything about the game. Okay, so but just scoreboard looking, I'm going. Wow. Ooh. Ooh. You know. Often, they got some athletes back from last year that we, we saw them up at Floyd Central. Yeah. So, uh, Morgan County, 52, Jenkins, 12. Paris put it all over Paintsville, 58 to 12. Mm. Uh, if you're a fan of Paintsville, this is a patience year, okay? Yep. Uh, you've got to be patient with, with what's down there. They're all young. Uh, you've lost a lot, and it's ill come. You know it will. So, it's, this is a patience year. For uh, Paintsville Tigers uh, followers this year. Perry Central, 29. Breathitt County, 26. That was a humdinger of a game. You just mentioned that with Breathitt County, but still another good win for Perry. That's the game Perry doesn't win five years ago. No, no. Mark Dixon's over there now, was over at Hazard a really long time, had a a ton of success with the Bulldogs. And, you know, Perry Central, they've always been one of those teams that they've got the athletes because it's such a huge school. They've got Uh the numbers. Um, It's just kind of getting the right kids out, the right kids in the right positions and situations. And there's not many people around here that can do that better than Dixon. Raceland 40, Letcher Central 20. That game was over at Letcher Central. Big win for the Rams. And then uh, Twin Valley beat Phelps in a good game, 28-16. This week's schedule, Fairview at – I didn't give Betsy Lane score or um, Floyd Central scores. We'll do that in a minute. Um, I, I just gave press versus it was inside the, the Pike County Bowl grid. Okay, this week, some games tomorrow. Of course, we're going to have uh, our game tomorrow. Powell County is at Floyd Central tomorrow night. Uh, 
Floyd Central's home opener. Betsy Lane at home again. They'll be hosting Fairview tomorrow night. And Jackson County is going to drive all the way to Phelps tomorrow night. My gosh. So somebody in Jackson County made Jackson somebody mad. County, not city, right? <laughs> bus driver's getting some overtime. Cool. Yeah, he's getting some bank. It it is not a short trip no. to Jackson County. How are you no. get, how are you making that trip? I mean, I was thinking about that, man. Uh, you, come by, you come by Clay County High School and get on eighty. Yep. Okay. But the, God, he makes way. that seem a lot easier than it really is. Oh, it's not. Oh, From I know. 80 to Jackson County High School is not a pleasurable drive. I've never been to Jackson County High School. Lucky. Been there once. Once. I've been yeah. there two or three times. I, was, I bet Josh has been there for sure. Yeah. Wow. I was, it's a speak, long trip. Speaking of miserable football games, I shot one that was not very fun at Jackson County. Oh, I bet. Yeah. In the rain. In the Ooh. cold. Last week of the regular season. That's a rough one. I got to tell you, <laughs> I, I was – I was really happy that I was that we were not out last Friday night. That our game was on Saturday. Yes, until Saturday rolled around. Yeah. <laughs> then when Saturday rolled around, really wasn't happy about it. It was wow. Uh, but, but you know we're, what? We're going. I'm getting there. No one, there. no one who watched the broadcast or listened probably could tell anything. Yeah, this has until you, nothing. Until to, we open our mouth, this <laughs> has nothing to do with the players. This was no, just what no, no. we had to deal with in the booth. Okay, it was just the things we were dealing with in the booth, the technical stuff. But, you know, nobody really knew in the background. As somebody told me who's been in this business 50 years, nobody would have ever known the issues you were going through. But you know what? <laughs> and, and they were a plenty. They were plenty. Uh, other games on Friday night, okay, Johnson Central at Belfry. Boom. Belfry going to drop that game. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Uh, Josh Central might be mad. Yeah, a little bit. But yeah. if they got the running back back, too, that could make a difference. That's going to be, yeah. I'd like to know the story behind McCourt. I don't know. If somebody knows that, uh, shoot it in the comments or something. I, I don't know what's going on. I should have I should have called my connection down there. Uh, Letcher Central at Bell County. Ooh, tough game for Letcher. Um, going, Perry, going to Log Mountain. Perry at Lawrence County. I, I think that's an interesting game. I I would almost roll with Perry in that game. Yeah. Kind of rolling hot right now. I mean, you know, got the hot hand. The big win over Breath at home. Lawrence, a tough loss at home to Shelby Valley. I yeah. Think. Yeah. I can see that. Um, Knock County Central at Lynn Camp. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to probably roll with Lynn Camp in that game uh, just because they're, they're one and one, I think, this year. No one goes to Lynn Camp and doesn't come back. Without a, a couple bruises, golly! You know they, they've had they've had some good years. They've had some, and, and they're you know they'll be an A team. They really have those. They'll have that one or two season run where they're really tough, and mm-hmm. then they, you know, they suffer a little bit, and then they get back up, and maybe they're on the way back up. Uh, we'll see. Um, I'm, uh, that's a tough game for Knott County uh, this weekend. Prestonsburg's at Paintsville coming up on Friday night. I'm gonna roll black cats. Black cats, big three and zero. Oh. Yep. Got to be a running clock in that game. Running clock. Oh, I'm gonna tell Cole Lafferty tomorrow. You said that. Well, go ahead. He's on the team. Maybe. I will say this. Speaking of Cole, yeah, I've got him. Uh, he's doing a, a an online class in my classroom in the first period every morning. He has predicted the last two weeks, the first weeks of the season, correctly every outcome of the Floyd County schools. Of the Floyd County team. Really? He's, yes, he is 6-0. and oh. All right, I expect a full report tomorrow okay. night. Okay. I expect, which I don't think this week's too hard to, to pick for the uh, three teams. 
So I'll, I don't uh, think so. I'll get a since since two teams play tomorrow night. I'll get his official predictions tomorrow morning, and then mm. we I'll uh, I'll keep keep that going this year. See what his record is. Harlan Independent is at Pike Central. I think Pike Central gets another win mm-hmm. uh, to, on Friday night. East Ridge will go to Riverview, West Virginia. That's in Bradshaw, West Virginia. You're only going there if you want to win. I take the Warriors in did that. Did you one. know that was in Bradshaw? Or did you look at it? I looked it up. Okay, I was, yeah, but that's, that's, no one knows. I didn't really know that. So you said West Virginia. That's all I needed to know. Actually, I think now <laughs> off the top of my head, since I don't quote because I missed Paris and Bourbon County last week. <laughs> but I believe Bradshaw may be in McDowell County, West Virginia. I got you. Look it up. <laughs> See if I'm right. Fact, I, I, I may fact be wrong. checker here. Yeah, yes, because, listen, facts aren't optional on this podcast. For the uh, sake of accuracy. It's for the sake of accuracy. So, and I'm not for sure. You said what county? I said McDowell, McDowell county? county. Look at that. McDowell County. There you go. That's my years of being in West Virginia media. I remember that. Big consolidated school over there, but they've struggled with football. So, East Ridge, if you're going over there, that's in Welch, <laughs> West Virginia, by the way, near Welch, Bradshaw, West Virginia. So, hey, you're going to haul. There's only one way to get there. Bradshaw you're, was only incorporated in 1979. Yeah, that's a big school over there. You're, you're only going one way, too. You're driving You're driving to Williamson. You're taking 52 through Mate 1 all the way to <laughs> Gilbert and Listen then on you. down the way. <laughs> you lost me. Uh, have you been to Gilbert before? No. Really? When have I ever had to go to Gilbert? Well, that's true. <laughs> I've been to Gilbert I've never numerous to to times Gilbert. in my life. I've never needed to go through Gilbert. There's a good greasy spoon over there. Where they used to be. <laughs> that's the way we like it. Yeah. That's a good size. Huh? It's always a good. Uh, listen, if uh, the town's got a good greasy spoon, here you're surviving. You never. Uh, it's, it's what my daddy always said, and I, I still live by it. You never dr- judge a trip by miles, but by how good you eat. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Two more games. Martin County is at Shelby Valley. We mentioned Pikeville at LCA. Uh, I think we all kind of picked LCA in that one to come back and avenge last year's loss. Martin County at Shelby Valley is a pretty big deal. Yes. Okay. This is this could be like a playoff preview game. Okay. I think these are the probably the the top two teams in the preseason. Many would think would advance to what would it be? Semifinals or region finals of the playoffs? Well, you you weren't here for episode one, and we didn't put it on the podcast thing because I forgot. But anyway, my lead pipe lock was predictions oh. was Martin County winning the district seven and Valley winning district eight. That's why I didn't play. Oh, yeah, that's rough. Yeah, injury. Mm-hmm. Massive injury. Mm-hmm. See, that's what I'm saying. We, I didn't know. I didn't want to talk about Johnson Central and McCord. So he's wow. Yeah. Ooh. Um, finish this thought first. I'm going to take Shelby Valley in this game over Martin County. Valley at home. Yeah, Shelby Valley. I'll go yeah. Wildcats too. Yeah. Martin County seems to be a little susceptible. So, uh, jury might be out on how good we thought they may have been. So, there you go. Back to Johnson Central. I'll still pick the Eagles on the road, the Golden Eagles on the road yeah. Uh, yeah. at Belfry. I'll still pick them to uh, uh, 
uh, win that game. I think they make the adjustments. Jesse Peck gets it done, gets the guys in right order. But that's uh, losing McCourt's a pretty – that's a big downer for them because they were really hinging on mm-hmm. on having uh, – making some th- big I th- runs I think him. I think they might have a couple athletes, so tucked away. Yeah. Might not know their names yet. Probably. But. McCourt was one of those tucked away athletes a couple of years yeah. ago. So, I, you, you know, somebody might just get pushed to the forefront <laughs> quick, a little quicker than they thought. So our county teams last week, how did they roll? Prestonsburg on Saturday night, rolling Eastridge 26-6. They figured things out in the second half. That game was like a 8 nothing at the half and kind of a, you know, kind of a downer. They put together some stuff in the second half. They pull away for the win. Senior running back Jacob Rose, a big game, 21 carries, 127 yards. Doing the scoring was Dalton Elliott, eight carries, 94 yards, and two scores. Also caught uh, three passes for 89 yards and another touchdown catch. So he had three touchdowns overall for the junior. And the uh, freshman quarterback, Bryce Holbrook, 6 of 11 passing for 122 yards a touchdown and two INTs. Still not bad for the freshman no. uh, on a big stage and in front of a big crowd uh, over there. And remember, you know, you got your crowds that are there, and then you're getting the Pottville crowd yep. and Johnson Central's crowd, and you know, you're in that, you're in the limelight. Games on WIMT is a big deal, and that's that's a great experience for Prestonsburg to go over and get that win, twenty six to six. They're two and zero. They'll be three and zero after this weekend when they go down to Paintsville. Uh, we we talked about it. Uh, I wasn't on the first podcast, but last week, you know, Prestonsburg's got some athletes, and you put yeah. the athletes around the, the young quarterback who's got a lot of raw talent. Mm-hmm. You you got some you got a recipe for some for some dynamic numbers, and we've seen the first two weeks they put up some pretty good numbers. Now I think the Leslie game they forced a lot of turnovers defensively. Yes, they did. Offense was able to get just enough production to get the win, um, and then this game, you know, Dalton Elliott had the big. Uh, pick six last week to kind of seal the win, and then this week getting it done on the ground and at the receiving position. And that's you know they've 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 looked really good, and I, I think they're going to they have looked good. They're you know their schedule is sets up in a way that they're going to have a good record, but I think that their record will be indicative of how good they are. Time for a big boat prediction. Oh, just okay. A lead pipe lock. No, oh, okay. This is just a. Washable market. This is something that could happen. Oh. Dry right you look water. at Prestonsburg <laughs> down the road here, okay? Paceful this week, they get that. Yep. Lewis County at home should get that. Okay? Should right, get it. Home game, give them Home game. game. We'll give them the benefit. We'll of give them four points. We'll give them four points. I'm going to say six. Okay, it's a touchdown. I give them six. Missed it. Okay? Missed extra point. At Pike Central, and you're rolling with a 4-0 record, you're winning it by two scores. Mm. Okay. But they're probably better than, than Pike Central. They should be. Should okay? be. Okay. So they're your 5-0. and o. Meanwhile, just down the road, you got Betsy Lane. They got Fairview tomorrow night. Should be Fairview. 3-0. They're 2-0. and o. They're going to roll Fairview big. That's 3-0. and o. Not County Central away. 4-0. and o. Right now, I mean, bar, barring injuries and things, okay, let's just throw that out there. Four and zero with them. Floyd Central at home. You lost last year. Didn't have the focus. Right now, I tell you, they get focused, get right, and they get the win. You're going to have a five and zero Bobcat team and a five and zero Black Cat team playing against each other Ooh. in week <laughs> six. Hello, 
How about that? Wow. How about that? If only there was district implications. Well, but here, this 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 could be the biggest game in Bobcat in Bobcat football history. It could oh, be. Oh, it may, well, oh. hey, listen. I think Parsons may have something to say about that one. I don't know. Because listen, if you get this, this is a, if they if they are five and zero, oh, okay. If they're five and zero, oh, and Prestonburg's five and zero, oh, and you got them at home. Okay, and you got Jared Gerald, who played for Prestonsburg, up there leading his team, wanting to knock them Black Cats off, wanting to remember Avenge last year's loss and how painful that was mm-hmm. in the first game. You win that, that's a program-changing win. That changes the entire direction. Mm-hmm. Even though you're 5-0 and and looking good, then you're looking real good. <laughs> I mean, then you're, you're really looking good. Because all of a sudden, you've swept your county schools. Okay, mm-hmm. and you say, well, but okay, county, county, are they going to print shirts say county champs on the back? I why not? I would. Why not? <laughs> why not? I listen. If, if 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 a school can print a shirt that they climbed the hill and got the win several years ago, then I'd be perfectly fine with Betsy Lane printing shirts that say undisputed county champ. You know, mm-hmm. I'd be fine with that. I'd be fine with that. I mean, I'd brag about it. I would. And if they get that game, I'm not saying they will get it. I'm just saying they could get it. Right. And that if they did, it, it would – you talk about changing the direction that, That's of that, the last of that. game before district play, right? Yeah, and then you got to go to Eastridge and try to stay focused. You know? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you, you really got – they really got a great shot at hosting a playoff game, okay? Winning a playoff game, which has never happened. And moving on, I mean, I look at the stats of these guys. Carter Parsons last week, 47-8 over Bath County, Betsy Lane. Carter Parsons, four of six passing. Nice transition. 111 yards and a score, okay? McCutcheon, again, tears it up. 15 carries, 139 yards, three touchdowns on the ground. Also caught a touchdown pass, okay? He would be my player of the week if I had to pick a player of everybody in the county, Okay. Uh, Dylan Williams, 112 carries. Excuse me, 112 carries. Oh, that's a lot of carries. That's a work, had, I'm sorry. 12 carries, carry. 110 yards, two scores, and how guy touchdown. And the defense got three sacks. Okay, so again, don't don't get yourself too far ahead. Okay, don't be looking down the road too far because you got to play every game. But man, because we've seen teams in the county yeah. beat a county team and then just have the wheels fall off. Yeah, but hey, we we beat them, you know, that kind of thing. But two, if they could both be five and zero oh and get to that point, ooh 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 ooh. At, at, where's it at? Betsy it's, Lane. It's at Betsy Lane. That'd be quite the atmosphere. That, that would, would be quite That'd the be atmosphere. Quite man. the atmosphere. They might, need, they might need to put bleachers on the other side of the field again. That would be fun to go watch. That would be fun to go and call. I'm just telling you, if they're both five and zero, that'd be a lot of fun to watch. So let's go. Instead of let's get back in our DeLorean and go back to now, okay? <laughs> instead of being there in the future, I, um, I, I didn't get that reference. Of course you didn't. Of course you didn't. <laughs> I'm just kidding. If I say Michael J. Fox, does that mean anything to you? Yeah, he was uh, well, uh Michael Michael P. Keaton. Is that his name? Michael. On Family Ties. I know the name, yeah. Well, good. Yeah. But he was also in Back to the Future. Oh, yeah, that one. 
Marty McFly. You should have said Marty I've, McFly. I've, I've, McFly. Seen, I've seen the first one. You've only seen the first one? Yes. At least I've seen that one. I've seen you never one. saw two and three? How oh. could you not see two the way one ended? Well, because one was just on TV one day and I watched it. But it's it's about your kids, Marty. There's something you got to do about your kids. They get in the car and they're... And he flies. How'd the car fly? Don't you want to know why it flew? I mean, it was a good movie. Where Flux, they went? Flux capacitor. And they got the, the Gray Sports Almanac. Do you not know what Gray Sports <laughs> Almanac is? I know what a sports It's like the is. greatest piece of sports memorabilia ever. I'm so disappointed. I'm so disappointed. That's a lot. Look, considering some I mean, are you, are you really shocked? I mean, let's <laughs> be yeah, honest. Yeah, really. I really am. I mean, why, why are your expectations of me still up If you've here? seen Back to the Future 1, how could you not be walking this earth and not see number two and three? It's on TBS every month. I've, okay? seen, I've seen all three Hunger Games movies. <sighs> Again. I mean, AMC, I've seen all three TNT. My, I've seen all three Mighty Ducks. TBS. <laughs> they all show that they're available on YouTube that to stream. Me a little bit. Uh, Netflix. <laughs> I mean, you can there. You can't avoid it. It's a it's an American classic. <laughs> I, just, I just like your reaction. God, your mother. I mean, I'm so disappointed in your mother. My mother is a sweet lady. I, listen, I love your mother. I really do. I really love your mother. Gina is a wonderful woman. But I got a question. How she raised children and didn't have them make you all watch 80s movies. No, How? she was too busy drowning out our thoughts with 80s music, which is why I cannot stand 80s music. <laughs> <laughs> so, Which is why when I mean, I'm on the radio on a Friday uh, morning I and I slip and play Rick Springfield I or I might, I might play a Prince song and she's texting I, me going, I, I, that's I like, great, that's I, great. <laughs> I like Prince, but I, I just, 80s music, I can't, no. Oh, I man. Can't, I can't. You, have no, you know, when I first started here in 97, that's how long ago. Oh, I was nine. Well, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> but we had records and I've, and in the records, there were like uh, pop records for, for Friday on the radio. And I was like, oh, that's cool. There's Whitney at Whitney Houston. There's Wham is in there. I think I've got the Wham album actually in my house. Uh, Fleetwood Mac and that kind of thing. And I noticed some songs were new. And it was like, kind of gave into it because, you know, Dale's giving in to his daughters because they were <laughs> kind of telling him, you've got to play this one. you got to play this. you got to play that. <laughs> You know, and then the other morning, I'm listening to Dale, and he played uh, Wham, uh, Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go, and I about, I mean, I dropped my razor in the sink. I was like, really? He played that? Uh, <laughs> I didn't I see that coming, you know. The, the old radio station building um, <laughs> over there between Allen and Martin. Yeah, yeah. Um, was, they might have been moving stuff or just whatever, and I just remember that he, he said, you know, whatever, go in there and just dig through some stuff, whatever you want, take it. And yeah, I, I got some Billy Joel album. I got the I got that Wham record you're talking about. It's uh -huh. at my yeah. house. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got there's one that's like uh, college football fight songs. But of course, it was like from like eighty whatever. Uh huh. 80s, but, yeah. Um. Yeah. No, it's, I got that. But I, mean, I, I, I just I really got to talk to your mom about not making you watch eighties <laughs> movies when you were a kid. I, mean, I didn't say I didn't like it. I liked it. It's just I don't know. I mean, Ellie, Ellie, Ellie is watching eighties movies with me. I've she does it all the time. Pink. Of course, you have. Uh, yeah, you've I was seen nearly Pretty named Pink. after a guy on Pretty in Pink. Yeah, 
Oh, my goodness. That makes it even worse. Yeah, yeah. But I, I wasn't. <laughs> Way to cover it up. <laughs> like it was my choice. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> How would you have felt if you'd gotten older and found out you were named after a character, you know, in an 80s movie? Uh, well, the movie wouldn't have bothered me because it is a good movie. But it, the, the dude was like the, the jerk. Like I can't was, remember was, his name. It was that guy. I'm not a big Pretty in Pink fan, so I don't remember what, all Blaine? Was that his name? I, I, don't, I don't remember. I, I can't. Blaine. Blaine. I, I know who Biff is. It was the jerk. Biff. Yeah, yeah, I know who Biff is. Yeah, yeah. He does it. I know who Biff is. All right. Last game, and then we're done. <laughs> because I, I can't. I got to stay focused here. Our, it was our game we did on the radio and on Facebook that we miraculously got on the radio. And I want to publicly thank uh, the folks at WSGS and WZQQ and Hazard and Hyden. Uh, the folks at uh, the Hazard Radio for helping us get on because they knew what they were getting into, uh, that there was no cell phone service there, okay? So we get there and there's no Appalachian wireless cell phone coverage. I do find out later it's because we needed a different SIM card in our phone. Apparently there are two networks for Appalachian wireless, as I have learned from a couple of folks that work there that are friends of mine. And they both have confirmed to me the same story that you have to have. Most of us have like a SIM card that works. 70% of us have one SIM card and then the rest have the other. We needed the other. Okay. <laughs> if we'd had the other, it would Why? have worked. That's the Why? easiest way I can explain it. Why wouldn't we? And, but there was no but, way for us to know we needed the other. But that area down there along the Hal Rogers Parkway and those counties through there, all the way down to London and then down to Corbin, are set up nationally different, I guess, is the best way I can put it without naming a bunch of companies and things. So you kind of have to have the other SIM card to help it work in those areas. Mm. And if you have that SIM card, even here, you get to work on 5G more. So we're going to flip the SIM card. I'm okay. Give me a different SIM card. So there's your little tech geek stuff on how cell phones. How do I call SIM card? Yeah, how do you, you get go to your product? My phone you, don't even work at home. You go to the store and tell them to flip it. It doesn't cost a thing. Well I, told you, I, well, I was told it wouldn't cost anything. Don't don't quote me on that. They may charge you hundred dollars. I don't know. So anyway, might uh, cost you anything. Yeah. But anyway, so the folks at Hazard Radio had a they they took their internet, got into a router, and then had the router out so they could make a phone call. They allowed us to make a Wi-Fi call off it, and that allowed us to get on the radio. So my thanks to uh, uh, Shane Spartman and the guys over there who were there. Uh, the other night. They, they're pros, and we appreciate their help over there. So the game itself, Leslie County 36, Floyd Central 14. Uh, Jaguars bit by the injury bug early. Tried to play the hand they were dealt, just couldn't slow down Leslie County, and uh, suffered the first loss of the season. Uh, lost, And let's just go over it. So what happened first? Jace, Jace Martin gets hurt. So uh, Floyd Central gets the toss, or uh-huh. wins the toss. They defer, so they kick off to Leslie County. And you know, second quarter we realized we've we've not seen Jace Martin. No, it was like third quarter. No, we've noticed Jace Martin the third series. Jer- yeah, Jeremy right. got it on the third offensive series. Right. So, but we've seen In the cross. We seen we, him on the we didn't pick up what would what we've we never really seen him on the sideline or anything. Till about the third quarter, mm-hmm. then kind of second quarter. Byron realized he's on the sideline in his uniform, yeah. but he's got his leg wrapped up. So I'm back right. and watch the game on the the third play of Leslie County's first possession, he 
re-aggravates an injury that he sustained over the summer. Uh, um, and limps, I mean, visibly limps off the field. He's out uh, the rest of the game. He is Floyd Central's backup quarterback and also number two running back. Yeah. So then Floyd Central's second possession, the second play of their second possession, Colt Shelton takes a hard hit. He's out the rest of the game. So you have your starting quarterback out. Your backup quarterback is out. So then they're in scramble mode because no one really has a game plan for losing two quarterbacks in the same quarter. Right. Uh, so B.J. Peterson ultimately gets put in. Well, wait, you, you had Elijah Little Elijah go in. Elijah Little. He gets in for, for and, a play. And he's the JV quarterback. Freshman JV quarterback gets in for one play. Right. It's a handoff. And then he's like, wait a minute. He's not ready for this. Then they call timeout. We can see B.J. Peterson practicing, taking snaps in the huddle. So then you put BJ at quarterback, who's arguably your best athlete. I think that. Oh yeah. I think he's your best athlete. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. even the guys up in the press box but were bragging on him. He was also your best running back. Um, hasn't he hasn't practiced that position? And and after the game, I had this thought because he's obviously trying to do the best he can. I mean, we're mm-hmm. no one is faulting he, him at yeah, all. Yeah, he's whatsoever. giving his best effort. And no I mean, doubt. he's he's taking you know shotgun snaps and trying to to run right, run left, hand off this. The difference between a quarterback doing a a quarterback sweep and a running back, when you're a running back and you take the handoff, there's that time between the snap and handoff where the line has the ability to kind of establish a gap. And Lynn Bowden at UK did it. He would take the snap at quarterback. He'd wait a second, stand there, literally stand there, and then 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 see where the hole is. And you know, BJ's not programmed that way. He's by the time he's he, not been in that position. By the time to do he that. gets the handoff at running back, that hole's already been established. Yeah. There's that there's been that second or two, and it was it was just kind of a worst case perfect storm scenario. And but you know they were only two 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 touchdowns down late in the third quarter, so yeah. they were in it. They just couldn't really, you know, muster enough offense. And defensively, you know. Well, I think Leslie County kind of figured out. I mean, it was only one or two, like yeah. really about three plays they ran. Mm-hmm. Yeah, once Peterson got in there, they figured out they were only running three plays. Yeah. Really. And, you know, that's not and that's no, not BJ's fault or nothing. I mean, the kid hasn't practiced that position, and that's a very demanding position but to come in. We, we found out that. The only players that had taken any varsity snaps at quarterback in practice were the two that were hurt. Right. Colt, Jace Martin. So, they, and we saw in the timeout, after a little, it made his brief mm-hmm. appearance, when they took a timeout, you're seeing, and I believe it was on, because he came in for third down and fourth down, actually. Yeah. So, he's over in the timeout taking snaps, and I've said it on the air. Mm-hmm. Jeremy, he's taking snaps in a timeout. <laughs> this ain't good. This is not good and because they're going to have to – it's kind of like throw the plan out, throw the playbook out. We're going to make it up as we go and see what happens. And they did. It just wasn't enough. It was too much to ask. On the BJ spot, is a on the great fly. athlete, but it was too much to well, ask for him to carry that team. You, you, lose a, you lose a starting quarterback. You plug your backup in and then you know survive the game. And then maybe if the quarterback's out for a period of time, you kind of try to find a backup to your backup. Well, your backup got hurt. Before your starter got hurt, yeah, yeah, and you don't expect the starter to go out. You certainly don't expect your backup to go out before right. your starter. And it was just, you know, it was. Uh, and then defense then it got worse <laughs> because he, Jesse Spears gets hurt on the line, yeah. and then Curry got hurt late. Yeah. He had a, he had a couple of plays. 
So you're just getting depleted and depleted and depleted. And so we go to the fourth quarter, and all of a sudden, Coach is going to run the clock. Leslie County scores to go up three touchdowns, uh, 36-14, and then the clock doesn't stop. Yeah. And then I hear the clock operator said, well, they you know, they signaled to keep running it. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, it was – I think it was about nine minutes to go when I noticed it. It was, when it was between ten and eleven. Yeah, it was well, a bit more time. I mean, they stopped it, and I and I when I seen the referee, and he's like, mm-hmm. "They said run it." Yeah, and I was like, "Now I know that was frustrating." And I and I saw, and I, you see it every week, but I see people, you know, on Facebook or whatever social media, and I hear it too. Uh, oh, the refs were terrible. I tell you, uh, Floyd Central benefited from a couple of calls over there that probably shouldn't have happened, okay? The second, that, that the was, second score. That was the worst I've seen officiating go against Leslie County at Leslie County yeah. ever. Yeah, if you're asking me, the officiating slanted really bad against Leslie County. It was t- – I mean, the, the, some, of the, some of the calls that were being made were crazy. I mean, they're – <laughs> the the turnover where you know you had the you had the interception but then they rule a block in the back it happened way over here that had nothing to do with the play mm-hmm. and was even after the fact that the interception happened the interception happened and then they're blocking the back okay well you keep the ball and then you penalize them fifteen yards From but the they keep the, the ball yeah. yeah you know that was crazy okay you got a break there and then I don't remember the other one. Uh, the face was, mask. A face oh, mask. the face yeah, the, mask. The offensive face offensive mask. Face An mask. offensive face mask that we all thought was going to be a, a face mask on Peterson. Uh, we thought I thought it was just a good tackle. Because I even said he, he took it down pretty hard, and I thought that's frustration because here he is trying to track. Bless his heart, he's, he's trying to run quarterback. Now he's out here free roaming at safety and whatever, and he's having to track down a guy. And if it's me, I'm going. God, what more do I have to do? Well, I thought they. Were, I thought they were going to hit him with a late hit. Would have been as what I thought was going to be kinda, a hit out of bounds. He kind of turned him. So I was think. I think I even said horse collar for a mm-hmm. moment, but then he had him around. Then it was face mask. He. I thought he had him good, but when they blew the whistle and the flag came out. Was about time he threw, kind of threw him down, uh-huh. and they were standing out of bounds, and I thought they were going to call late hit. But here's what they called: <laughs> offensive face mask, face mask on Leslie County. <laughs> I know, what? Say what? But even though you got those breaks, and you did get a touchdown because of one of those breaks, <laughs> because the next play, let's go back to that uh, block at the back that interception know, that was not an interception. Then you're throwing it downfield to Brody. And it's clearly pass interference, and that was called correctly, okay? But it helped you set up a touchdown, okay? So you got gifted a touchdown. Mm -hmm. Now you get to the fourth quarter, and you've had these other injuries, though. At the moment, you're going, oh, what kind of message is this sending to the team? We're running the clock. We're not really out of it, but what are we sending? What kind of message are you sending? At the end of the day, you're sending the message of, listen, the war is bigger than the battle. Yeah, you can't. You don't win every battle, but you want to win the war. Okay, mm-hmm. you ain't winning the war when you're throwing all your chips in over at Hyden, Kentucky, on a Saturday night, and a game <laughs> is truly really not worth it. Second game of the season. Second game of the season. You got other things to worry about. You got a short turnaround turnaround week with Powell County. You got some district games coming up. You still got a lot of things you can shoot for. This game will mean nothing in a few weeks. Goes back to last year. We did a podcast called "Burn the Tape." Yep. This was your burn the tape game. Every year, we said it last year, every season, you have a burn the tape game. This was it for Floyd Central. Yeah. I don't don't blame Coach Haker 
for running the clock. At this moment, with that many injuries over there, things are kind of haywire, we're done tonight. Pack it up. Let's do it again. I Burn the tape game. That was it. And I, I know offensively was just – it was hard to piece something together like that when you have so many pieces go down on the fly. Yeah. Defensively, though, and this is kind of the, the numbers I alluded to earlier – 12 plays they gave up of 20 or more yards. Yes. That, yeah. And, 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 how, and we saw in the first week in the win that they got over Paintsville, yep. third and long, fourth and long, you're giving up first downs. It yeah. happened on the first drive of Leslie. Third yeah. and long, they get that pass over the middle that goes for a first down up to near midfield. 12 plays of 20 or more yards. 12 plays given up by Floyd Central's defense in one, for 20 against, or more yards. Yes. You got to cut that down at least and, by half. And I, I know, I know you lose Jace. He's a big part in the defensive backfield. But how many times did we see a defensive back? All he has to do is just, yeah. And it's at at worst a tip ball. In the first half, there were at least two times where if the defensive back turned his head, he's got an interception. Because one, again, one was an easy pick six. It wasn't no fluke. That Pressburg picked off Leslie no. County four times in that game that they played two weeks ago. We saw why. We saw why. Because that quarterback, Colette, he's going to throw it. He's going to force it down there. It's up for grabs. Yeah. You just had to turn around and get it. Mm-hmm. Okay? I mean, it, and, and I don't know that there was a pass he threw that wasn't heavily defended. That if they just look side, just peripheral, just glance, yeah. it's just a just yeah. bat it down. Yeah. It, you can, you can, you got to cut that number down. Twelve plays that went for twenty plus yards. Yes, you're not winning football games that way. Injuries or not, if you're not getting those Hesterberg Law Firm defensive stands <laughs> in the game, we love Tanner Hesterberg. If you're not getting those stands, you're not winning games. You can go look at numbers from last year. Well, and the, and the thing is, they're getting to third and long. They're uh-huh. getting to a, a you know a third and, and and six to ten or even in some cases third to third and fifteen fourth and long, but that's when they kind of loosen it up a little bit and that's when the off- offense gets twelve yards. That's when they get well, seventeen would, yards. You it, know, I, I wish I wish Jeremy was here today just to ask him would that be a situation where you would want to be more aggressive on defense all of a sudden because you've laid back in third and long situations and played soft coverage or something and they hit you. And they gash you for twenty plus yards. Yeah. Do you go? Mm-hmm. Do you come off the? We saw one time a corner blitz that really worked. A blitz mm-hmm. off the edge one time too. Uh, do you go back in coverage, or do you send some guys and send some pressure? Uh, that's a good argument. Uh, and the, and they'll they'll see. I think this week you're going to see maybe a little bit different of attack. Powell County this week they run the football. That's yes, what. Listen, our game tomorrow night may be over very quickly uh, <laughs> because I don't foresee uh, either team throwing the ball a lot tomorrow night. It's going to be a quick game. Over, under on eight and a half passes. Total? Oh. Yeah, total? Tw- yeah. I, well, total, I want to say over. Okay. But – I'll say less than 15. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would say less than 15 total. I'd almost say less than 12. Uh, 12, 12 might be my – Yeah. Eleven and a half would be my your, your line. Yeah, your line. yeah, yeah. Total be about eleven and a half tomorrow night. We'll see. But now, Powell County they lost 
to Western Hills. That's in uh, Frankfurt, a 4A school that really doesn't have a whole lot of football tradition. Okay. Hey, guy, though. No, yeah. Not outside Wondell Robinson. Yeah. Uh, 20, and that was a fluke. 28 <laughs> to 6. Okay. But Powell County, a man, we got 10% on the battery. We're going to have to wrap up. Um, <laughs> 263 yards rushing for uh, Powell County last week on 53 carries and three scores. If you can contain the run and stop the run, it should be a win tomorrow night for Floyd Central. But you got to get some stops on defense. How many rushing yards? 263 as a team, basically from a three-headed monster. And three scores by three different players. Total. Less than 180 yards rushing, you win. Mm. Byron? I, I, I was kind of thinking under 200, where's the number at? Yeah. They're going to run the ball. You got to slow it down. Got to stop it. Got to get some stops. I, they've done good stopping up front, and the edge hasn't been bad. It's been mostly, you know, getting picked off in the passing game. Mm-hmm. So, honestly, the way Powell County plays, as long as as long as Floyd Center can move the football, and I, we think everybody's going to be good tomorrow health-wise except for Jace Martin. So He's, he's still a possibility. Yeah, maybe a game-time decision. So, uh, if you can – and I'm sure they've worked on it this week on the offensive side – should be a Floyd Central win at home tomorrow night. We'll find out, though. They're going to be a favorite in that game tomorrow night. They need it. Need this game. They need this game pretty bad. We'll have it for you here on WMDJ Radio, 100.1 FM. Also, we'll stream the audio, WMDJFM.com, and also on our Facebook page, streaming. Thanks to the professor and Matt, who will be back tomorrow <laughs> night. I'm so excited. All My right. son's coming home tomorrow. So uh, we'll have Matt in the booth tomorrow night, so I'm pretty excited about that. Powell County, Floyd Central, WMDJ, tomorrow night, Thursday night football here with us. This is our Sound Off on Sports podcast tonight, brought your way by Howard Family Pharmacy, the Mountain Arts Center, Patreon RV, and Jaded Rain Printing and Graphics. For Byron, any final thoughts? Batteries at 9%. <laughs> I'm good. Well, you can say something. No, I'm all right. Been a... Just excited to see some football tomorrow. How about some golf? Hey, the boy's doing better. Yeah. He's uh, he has doing better. Yeah. Our studio Our studio audience, audience back there. <laughs> yeah. he, he, he looks like he's a little hungry. Yeah. He's tired. Re- he's ready for some chicken nuggets. Yep. Uh, for Josh McKinney, the professor, any final thought? Uh, my, my boys are pumped for football season. We Woo. got we got them tickets to UK EKU next hey. weekend, so they're 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 excited. They're, I told them this weekend we'll get some pizza, watch UK Ball State, followed by Ohio State, Indiana. So they're they're excited for a football day. Yeah, Ohio State, Indiana. That's an interesting opener for Ohio State. Yeah. I, I, I'm liking that. 28 points. Yeah, but still, it's not. Can they, can they both it lose? It ain't Akron. That's not Akron. Can yeah, they both lose? Akron. Akron. No. Can they? No. <laughs> it's going to be a good Saturday. I am looking forward to The girls are going to a baby shower, and I got football all day long. I got, I'm mom, really mom, looking forward to Saturday. Mom's got ACT uh, boot camp <laughs> thing that she's putting on. So uh-huh. she's out of the house. Said, boys, we're going to get some pizza. There you go. We're going to watch here, here, all day. I can determine my plans real quick. You want to play baseball? There we go. There you go. That's what you're doing. <laughs> and we'll all be happy with those seven win Wildcats. No, I'm going at least eight. I won't say eight. I think eight. I think eight. Let's see. They'll lose to Georgia, Alabama, Tennessee, and they'll stub their t- stub their toe somewhere else. Eight. Ooh. That's, what, that's what we said just now. Eight. Eight. I, I, I was just counting eight. Down. Yeah. Eight. I think it's eight, and they beat Tennessee. It's somebody Ooh. we ain't thinking about. 
You know what? I, I think. All right, let's just real hurry. Quick. If, if, if it's if it's ten and two, what kind of year do you think it is? If it was to be Georgia, Alabama's only losses you get. Oh Lord! Oh my gosh! You're in a. I'm just saying. World. Uh, yeah, it ain't going to happen, but. Yeah. Hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> Sound off on Sports Podcast. I don't know what to think about that. Go 10 and 2, lose to Louisville and Tennessee. Oh. Look here, for Jeremy's sake and our sake, <laughs> we got to beat Tennessee. Yeah, you got to beat Tennessee. This has got to be the year we beat Tennessee. Just We, we got to shut Beth up. Just to, just to get on Beth's nerves. Yeah. They can go one and nine, one and eleven, one and whatever. How about two and ten? Two and ten and beat Tennessee, and I'd be and I guess kind of be happy about that. <laughs> All right, we appreciate you following along with the podcast. We'll see you at the ball game on tomorrow. Thursday night, tomorrow night. See you then.